0: Hello, hello. I am Matt Williamson. I am a former NFL scout for the Browns. Before that, I was director of football operations at the University of Akron. I was a recruiting assistant at the University of Pittsburgh. I was at ESPN for 10 years after my stint with the Browns. I've been doing this locked on show since then, talking to you guys basically every day. I urge you to check out the entire locked on network, and I am at Williamson NFL. So, all you new guys, I very much appreciate and spread the word. Um, I am at the combine. Just finished up my first uh, Steeler Nation radio segment. We'll be doing. I'll, I'm on the air from 10 to tw- or 10 to 3, or no, I'm, the the coverage is on from 10 to 3 every day. I'm on from noon to 3 every day, and we had Greg Cosell on, and it, that was a blast. But I'm not going to replay any of that stuff for you. Go check it out on SNR because uh, they are so Steeler centric, and you other 31 teams might not be so thrilled with me. So I understand. Um, But I did want to just kind of touch base with you guys. I have a very hectic schedule here in Indy, and it's great. I've I've loved it so far as usual. It's your last year as well. Uh, I just want to pull it up here on Roto World. Just a couple news and notes from around the league. Falcons are picking up Vic Beasley's 2018 option, former first-round pick, so they had that ability. No shock there. Um, I think he's a little bit of an overrated player, to be honest with you, but you still pick that up, no doubt. Saints tackle Zach Streef. He's gonna retire. Um, not surprising. There's been rumblings of this for a while, but and they've prepared for it. You know, they drafted Ramcheck in the first round with a Brandon Cooks pick. But he's been a really quality player too. I mean, offensive tackles in this league aren't easy to come by with Armstead's injuries and Ramcheck being a rookie, although he was really good, you know, that was a big deal. But he's gonna be gone. Um and, you know, he'll be missed. I mean, he had a quality career. Big move, and this isn't shocking, but it's still a big move. Uh, Mo Wilkerson has been released from the Jets. Saves them a ton of money. You know, remember it used to be, man, they have an embarrassment of three hundred pound defensive linemen that are unbelievably talented first round picks. Well, Leonard Williams all left, and Wilkerson saving them a ton of money. They already had a ton under the cap. Much speculation that they'll be after Kirk Cousins. Um, they're going to be big time spenders, and Wilkerson, I think, is going to get a lot of attention on the open market. A versatile guy, you know. We'll get to that down the road here too. Um, at least I like hearing these two headlines. At least Titans GM excited about Henry in the new offense. Bengals plan to use Joe Mixon as bell cow back. I mean, to me, these were easy decisions. I've been lobbying this for some time. I am a Mixon. And Henry, especially Mixon, big-time believer, make them the focal point. Hopefully that comes around. Who knows? We will see. Uh, Matt Forte is also retiring. Again, no shock. A great career. Probably will go down as an underrated career, really. I mean, was a quality player uh, as a receiver, maybe a little even ahead of his time as a receiver. But I think it's the right move. I mean, just watching him on tape, I think that's the, the, the choice to make. So, the focal point of today's show, like it has been the last couple, is my free agent ranks. And I've been doing these for NDT scouting. I did quarterbacks, running backs. Today is wide receivers. There's also tight ends up on NDT. You can check that out. Um, I'm going to try in the next 24 hours to pump out offensive line rankings, but I can't promise I'll get to it. So, I, I just don't know. I'll be very honest with you there. My number one wide out on the market is Allen Robinson. And he's a little hit or miss. You know, well, first of all, let's just take a step back. I was on the radio in Baltimore yesterday and had a really long and good talk with the host of the radio station talking about help in the passing game for the Ravens. Receivers, pass catchers, tight ends, receivers, the draft. And in the end, I kind of just told him, man, I don't envy you guys. You know, that if goal number one for the Ravens, which he very much implied, and I can't say I disagree, is to find a couple quality, big time starting players to get back into contention, this really isn't the year to do it. From what I'm told, next year's draft, and he didn't want to hear this, obviously, nor did Ravens fans, is littered with stud, stud wideouts. Anyway. Not that that really factors in, but I just want to throw that nugget out at you. But this year's crop isn't all that impressive, and neither is the free agency crew. Um, A couple guys at the top I like a lot, and it won't shock you who those names are. Like I said, Robinson is number one. He's 24 years old. I mean, that's a little crazy. Um, ACL injury, derailed his entire season, got hurt in week one. And the year before that, he wasn't great. You know, so let's not forget that. I mean, recent recency bias does not favor Allen Robinson. But again, he's 24 years old. Hasn't exactly worked with the pinpoint accuracy type quarterback. Um, Two years ago, I thought he really made Bortles look a lot better than he probably was. I thought the same was true for him at Penn State with Christian Hackenberg. Go up and get it not a burner, but not slow, really good size, uses his frame really well. I think he can be a, a big time touchdown producer. So Allen Robinson to me was somebody, if I'm the Bears, I don't think I'd hesitate to spend big, big money on him. I was told before he got injured, like basically like a, almost a year ago, that the Jags had every intention of not letting him leave you know that they were going to cut Hearns and Lee's a free agent. We'll get to him, and that they would probably franchise Robinson. And as I'm recording this on what Wednesday afternoon, that hasn't happened, and they don't have the money they used to have. They used to, and they also are tied into Bortles now, so maybe they can't quite afford to do that. Or maybe it's coming. I don't know that for sure. Uh, but if he hits the open market, I would he would be my number one guy to look at. Another dude that I still really, really like. And he got 38 passes for under 600 yards this year. Despite not getting hurt. And that was the knock on Sammy Watkins before this. was, ah, He's hurt all the time. Love when he's on the field. He's always hurt. Well, he wasn't this last year. Production was. <laughs> which you wouldn't really see coming. Um, however, when you watch Ram's tape, especially All-22, you realize he looks great. He's getting open. He looks powerful, explosive. It's just a lot of times golf and their the nature of their uh, the of their offense were more or less like half field reads where he was looking woods cup and not that Watkins was a uh, you know a decoy but in some ways he kind of was you know that we're gonna operate this side of the field while Sammy you take a lot of attention that way and. Gurley caught a lot of passes, and they do want to spread the ball around. But I think he has very much number one receiver traits and skills. Um, I like he stayed in, you know, stayed off the injury report. Again, he's only twenty four years old. Like, it doesn't seem like Allen Robinson and Sammy Watkins have been around a lot longer than that. I mean, they're twenty four years old. They could play eight more years of really high, highly productive football. Um, Back to the franchise tag, I don't think Watkins will get it, but with the Peters trade, you know Tremaine Johnson's not going to get it. Uh, does that mean they're going to tag Joyner, the safety? I would think there's a better chance Joyner gets it than Watkins. But there's a chance Sammy still comes back. But he hits the open market. I mean, I'm going after Watkins hard. Uh, last one of the you know, really good players is Jarvis Landry, and he got tagged... Which is like 17 million. And they're trying to trade him. Okay. I mean, I understand that, but he's not worth 17 million. I mean, he's a really good slot player. He's tough. He sets the tone. There's a lot to like about him. He's physical. He's good after the catch. He's caught 400 balls over his four NFL seasons, including 112 of them this past year. But Landry didn't even get to hundred or a thousand yards this last year. You know, he got 112 balls, but didn't get to a thousand yards. I mean, everything short, long handoff stuff. I can't invest heavily in that type of guy. And I'm real interested to see what do the Dolphins get for him. Is a trade made? There's some certainly some wide receiver needy teams. You know, like I mentioned, the Ravens. I mean, they would love to have a Flacco, Whoopi like Landry. But, and there's also some teams, you know, the Browns and the Niners that just have probably more cap space than they can spend. That they could probably put $17 million into Landry and plug them in and then extend them to a more friendly deal. But boy, I mean, interesting. I'm just real curious how that all plays out. All right. I mentioned the top three, Robinson, Watkins, and Landry. Now it's drop-off, question marks. Maybe, you know. John Brown, to me, is number four from Arizona. And he's a great player in 2015. An emerging player. A deep threat, but could also nickel and dime you. And a sharp route runner. Really accelerates well. But he's small. He's been really banged up the last couple of years with like everything you can think of, including getting di- diagnosed with the sickle cell traits, which I can't say I know a whole lot about, but it doesn't sound great to sign him to play football. Um, you know, maybe he signs a one-year deal and you get the 2015 version and he's great and he's the steal of free agency. But boy, your doctors really have to approve this one. And I just haven't seen him Do much for such a long time. Still really like him, though. Uh, Earlier in the podcast, I mentioned Marquise Lee. I do think he'll be leaving Jacksonville. I think at best, he's a number two. He's already 26. You know, I mentioned, like, his teammate Robinson was 24. He's two years older than those guys. I kind of see him as he can play outside. He can play inside but he's a jack-of-all-trades, master-of-none. You know, like, he's not a speed guy. He's not a size guy. He's not an explosion guy. But he's not terrible at any of those things. You know what I mean? Like, he's okay. You know, he's deserves snaps. He's an NFL player. He's going to make money. Don't try to make him the focal point of your offense. You know what I mean? So, again, that's your fifth-best receiver on the market. That's not that exciting. Dante Moncrief is six. He's another one. He's only 24 years old. There is ability there. There's size. There's speed. He has flashed some big time, you know, playmaking skills at times. But he's only appeared in 21 games over the last two years. Only caught 26 balls last year. And when he's been on the field, he's been remarkably inconsistent. And quarterback play can be blamed some, but I blame Moncrief more. Um, He has just under 700 yards over the last two years. The production just isn't there. And to go two years without producing is light years in the NFL. But maybe he gets out in a number two situation. Like, what if he was in Dallas opposite Dez and run and go routes? You know, something like that. He could revive his career. Again, only 24 years old. So he's a high-variance guy. Mike Wallace, number seven. He's 31 years old. Uh, Widely regarded as a burner outside the numbers, deep threat. Rightfully so. Uh, You'll see him on crossing routes, and he's okay after the catch. But overall, you know what he is at this stage of his career. And there's value in that. You know, I mean, he's still a quality player. Um, I don't know that I want him in my top two. He's not a slot guy. So depending how things... Set up with your situation. He's not going to help you on special teams, but he's good. You know, I mean, he's it's okay. <laughs> Again, that's not a ringing endorsement, but teams looking for a speed guy that, you know, has a little savvy to him. Terrell Pryor is eight. I've often told you I watched him as a recruit. Super unbelievable talent. Great size. Really looked like he was finding himself in Cleveland two years ago. Dreadful in Washington. And some of that seemed like a bad marriage from the start and just like fell out of favor there right away and didn't see the feel at the end. That's not exactly a feather in his cap. But my hunch is with Pryor, you probably see the 2000s closer to the 2016 version than the 2017 version. But I also think landing spot will be really important for him. You know, a guy like him or Moncrief. Could be great, or they could totally wash out. Paul Richardson, big playability. Um, Durability concerns. Small, gets pushed around. Acrobatic, not bashful. I mean, he's not a wuss. Um, Only Baldwin had more receiving yards than Richardson this past year. Drops are a concern with him. Um, he hasn't ever been a big time producer for a year. still pretty young. a puzzle piece, but not an easy one to implement. So last guy I wrote up was Albert Wilson. Again, not real exciting. This is more of the consistency guy. Um, I think a different offense would feature him a little more than what we've seen for much of his KC career. Slot guy, not real dynamic. But consistent, like I said, um, he'll run out routes. He'll go over the middle. He has a little bit of physicality to him. Um, probably not a lot of upside. You know, you're not going to sign him. And boy, all your receiving thing, all your receiving receiver woes are gone. But he's a good NFL player that I could see having some quality years over the next few and helping a new team or a guy. KC should probably consider bringing back. So, if your team's out there and need a ride-outs, this isn't all that a great of a situation for you. Not many presenting themselves. And I do think if Robinson Watkins are on the market, that a lot of teams are going to be competing for him. Probably overpay him, even as much as i like both. Alright, that's what we got for today. Uh, I will do my best to get back to you tomorrow. Spread the news on the Locked On NFL podcast.